Hey everyone, it's Nathan Freeberg. Welcome back to the Leadership Vision Podcast, our show helping you build positive team culture. We're a consulting firm that spent the past 25 years investing in teams so that people are mentally engaged and emotionally healthy. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about what the best leaders do when they have to execute a layoff or work separation. Now, last week, we talked about what an individual can do when they get laid off, and today we thought we would hop on the other side of the table. Now, there are good ways and not so good ways that people get let go. I'm sure you can think of an example from your own life or from movies or stories that you've heard from friends or family members. But in today's episode, we want to share some of the things that we've learned from helping lots of leaders do this the right way. Enjoy. So, Linda, you have had to let some people go over the years, and that is not something that you enjoy, correct? No, I do not enjoy it at all. And, And you know, when you're young in your leadership and you think, oh, well, when I'm the boss and when I'm in charge and I'll do it the right way, and then you're faced with this opportunity of, you know, employees separation, and that could be whether it's there's a reduction in force. It could be maybe, you know, the organization has fundamentally shifted or changed. It could be there's a reason why someone is being let go. And what I've learned is for all that, you know, excitement to be at the decision-making table when the ball's thrown to you and you have to be the one then letting people go it is hard. Yeah. It is hard. It is traumatizing. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. And, and uh-huh. there's, there's a value in learning from, from what other people have done well or what they've done poorly that you never want to do again. And fortunately, I had experienced a reduction in force and I had been let go. And so for me, it was really easy to get in the shoes of, yeah. of what would it be? Uh, or what it might feel like to be on the other side of the table. Mm-hmm. Linda, I'm glad that you said that because in a previous episode, there's a link in the show notes, we talk about what it's like to be laid off and some tools to kind of get through that process. Today, we're talking about, as we said, what it's like to lay people off. And I've also been in this position. It sucks. I was much younger in my leadership career. And I, I remember just feeling like just kind of fumbling through it. Like on one hand, I I felt very um, justified and very like, here's the evidence I have against you. But also then when some of that was presented, realizing, you know, this person is hurting, like this person knows what they did wrong and me piling on isn't helping. And so I was just kind of like, well, maybe I'm not making the right decision and maybe I'm doing this wrong. And maybe I should reconsider everything that I've been fretting about for the last several days. How do you guide someone when they're in this position? Because we're going to, we're going to talk about three things, not completely different from last week's episode, but similar. We're going to be talking about three things. I'm wondering if high, like just high level, can you share a few things? You've done this a lot more than I have. Um, like three things that just even gearing up before we share these, these okay. three About tips, them. like yep. what's kind of, how, how do you prepare someone's mind around, around this? Cause I, I would imagine my last thing I'll say is that this isn't, you know, I mean, I mean, there's, there's a couple of movies I can think of where people really enjoy laying people off, but I like to believe that most people aren't excited about, ooh, I get to go ruin someone day and potentially yeah. their life. So yeah. what are some big level, yeah. high level things to just kind of wrap our minds around this? And the first one would be that 
to, as the person doing the separation or announcing it, or maybe you're with an HR professional that's doing that, get yourself ready. Be ready. Mm. And when I say ready, practice some self-compassion, do some awareness of uh, who you are and how you are, care for yourself Mm. so that you can extend that compassion to someone else. The second one is when you are delivering the message, less is more. Now I've learned that from some lovely HR professionals and it's actually very helpful and I will talk more, we can talk more about that. But the third tip that I would offer as the person letting someone go is there are people left behind when that person leaves. Hmm. And so for me then it's an encouragement to care for those that were left behind. Maybe they lost their work best friend. So we'll we'll talk more about that as well. So let's go back to the first one here. Self-compassion. We talked about that in the episode about like, what do you do if you're laid off? I know the answer to this, but I'm going to pretend like I don't. Okay. Linda, why is this also important when you are about to lay someone off? Like, why do I have self-compassion when I'm laying someone else off? Shouldn't I have that person compassion? Yeah, but it starts with you, right? Mm. Leaders go first. You you have to practice it for yourself so you can be maybe in the in the right headspace or heart space mm. to deliver this message. Um, not so that you can, you know, be cold and just, you know, um, cruel, <laughs> but rather right. so that you can be kind and, and warm. So it's, it's practicing the same things that we talked about. And the first is common humanity, um, where it's other people have had to let people go too. And sometimes you have to let go of a friend. Uh It's your friend that you're letting go or someone that you deeply care about. So how do you know that, you know, other people have walked that same walk? Um, Also, there's this kindness, being kind to yourself, like this is going to be hard today. Or you might feel relief after this and you don't have to beat yourself up for that. Um, Mm -hmm. But how do I be kind of like, wow, you have to do something very hard today. Um, and then how do you be mindful of, of then what's happening? So for me, um, when I've had to, to lay somebody off or help them transition, it is practicing that kind of self-care that we talked about in the last episode, but the kind where I feel rested and clear and maybe I've worked out and I've nourished myself yeah. in a way so I can show up and, and really be present and know that that any kind of reaction, good, bad, or, you know, otherwise, isn't just, isn't because of me. You know, I feel like there's a scene in a movie, I can't remember what movie it's for, but where the person doing the laying off is like, this is really hard for me. And they're being very sad and empathetic. And the person across the table is like, hard for you. I got to go home and tell my family, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like even with what I shared a little bit of my own story, like it's still like, you shouldn't feel bad. Like you shouldn't feel guilty. Yes, you're laying someone off. Maybe it's your fault. Maybe it's not. But there's still like, it's still okay to acknowledge, as you said, like, this is a hard thing I'm doing. And I think that when we deny ourselves that or don't acknowledge that, then we put up a wall. Yeah. And we don't, I think, treat the person maybe as as well as as we could or we should, right? Yeah, right, right. Now, there was a point in in my career you know, when you're excited Uh to be at the executive table. And I I was in this role and between my work there, my work here, I was connected to over 45 work separations. Now, some of those were people letting Hmm. me know that they were moving on. That seat is hard too. It's Mm -hmm. like, wait, you know, because whenever you hear something, it's, 
what's in it for me? Like what's happening to me? What's going to happen to me? <laughs> People will start with themselves. That's just, that's human. And so to be a part of 45 transitions, uh, guess what? That's really exhausting. And that was the yeah. same, uh, right in the middle of that, I'd, I'd lost my father, right? So they're, they're, uh, you can never underestimate the kind of hardship or trauma that comes as a result of being present with someone in potentially a very painful place um, or being in a painful place yourself. So, mm -hmm. but we're, we're talking specifically about when you're actually laying someone off. Being in a really good space is helpful. I remember looking at it, I was maybe on, you know, it's the 35th transition that I was helping someone with. Once again, not all layoffs, some, some by their, their choosing, right. but I looked at uh, my colleague and I said, this is so hard. Mm. And he was, he's about 20 years, my senior. And, and he said, good, good. Mm. Because if it ever gets easy, you shouldn't be doing this job. Wow. And good. for me, that really helped me like, then I'm going to get in the best place possible. Um, I'm not going to tell them, <laughs> um, but when I show up, I, I want to be the best version so that mm. I can be, be present, um, and compassionate to another. Yeah. yeah. The second tip we have, and I think it would be funny if we just said the tip and then moved on to the third one, because it's <laughs> less is more words muck things up. They do. <laughs> Talk they about this do. because, because if. You know, I'm I'm someone, I have the strength of communication, I like to explain, I like to talk, I like to give reasons and explanations for everything as I'm doing right now, and why in this context is are less words the route to go? Legally, it's hmm. really helpful, because you don't sure. want to be saying things, and so yeah. depending on the size of your organization, you don't want to add other things, and the good HR professionals, human capital professionals will, will help you and be your guides in that as well as legal if they have to, um, or if they're advising you. And so mm. less is more, just like, don't get yourself caught in saying something that is mm. unnecessary, maybe not loving, maybe you're trying to explain yourself, maybe you feel a little bit like you do need to explain a little bit more. Um, but to know less is more is helpful. Because usually, because I remember when I was on the other side of the table, there was this issue that didn't have to do with me, with hmm. the organization as a whole. So that there was a blanket statement there. And then it was, so your position has been eliminated. Your last day is Friday. Right. Yeah. So on that Tuesday, I was like, thank you very much. Did whatever. And it was, it was just, it was a five minute conversation. Hmm. And I don't even remember anything else, but I remember those three cadences. So less is more of stating where you're at or hmm. why you're doing this. Maybe, maybe it has nothing to do even with leadership. Maybe it's the economy, right? Or maybe right. something. Right. So state, state that explain really clearly like your position is ending you do not have mm. a job anymore <laughs> some statement like that and then uh, uh, some some details around it usually with supporting right. evidence yeah evidence hmm. yeah is it ever a good idea to prepare people for this like i was a part of an organization once that it felt like for months made it known that there's going to be a reduction in force yeah and everyone was just like I feel like no one got any work done for that time because they're like, is it me? Should I keep working if 
Yeah. You know, if I'm going to be rifted and not here in a couple of weeks, yeah. like, or is it best to just like completely blindside people? I don't know if this is necessarily one of our tips here, but just something my own curiosity. Oh, that's, it's a curious question because yeah, you don't want to, oh, this person's meeting with me. And then, right. you know, you stir up this, co- this toxic kind of mm-hmm. culture. And so that there's a, there's a fine line between toxicity and transparency. Right. Right. Hmm. And so you don't want to become too toxic. You don't want to tell everybody unnecessary details that will allow them to lose sleep at night. As leaders, sometimes right. your job is to lose sleep. And <laughs> yeah, totally. so, so don't cause unnecessary harm. Now, remember, hmm. I was picking up the themes of what was going to happen to me. And so I had a, I had an inkling. And sometimes it's just out of the blue, like, wait, what? You just gave me a raise. What? Right. Yeah. yeah. What's, what are you talking about here? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the third one here, caring for those left behind yeah. is um, something that I, I haven't heard talked about a lot. And, yeah. you know, specifically the idea of, you know, you as a leader, you're putting all this time and energy into this very difficult conversation and preparing severance from whatever else goes along with that. It's probably your HR department. But um, so then you lay off all these people and you're like, whew, my job is done. You go back to your office put your feet up on the desk. Uh, but you're saying, no, you gotta, there's still people working. People don't do that anymore. Or anyone. Not, yeah. Right. 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 Um, cause they have standing desks. Right. So that's that true. Really awkward. <laughs> Caring for those that are left behind. This one came from me having to do a layoff and then watching mm. that person, you know, walk to, uh, mm. across the, across the office to someone that they were just going to say goodbye to. Um, mm. And, and then, you know, so then the person walks out with their papers, but the person left behind is emotional. Now, as, as leaders, some of us are really good being with someone. Um, so when I say care for those left behind, maybe it's not you actually going and consoling, you know, like, Mm. well, it was okay and it was fine. But as a leader, create some structures or create some, some roles to be like, okay, this is all happening. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell the bad news and then I need you to come along the side and, and reassure people that, that we're going to be okay or, um, acknowledge that it's hard. Um, but those that are left behind are usually left with more work to do, especially mm. if the, you know, there's, it's because of money that, you know, there's not enough money, um, and the budgets are tight, so they're not going to replace roles. And so those left behind are shouldering even more and maybe not being paid anymore. Um, and maybe they're kind of wondering like, well, wouldn't that be nice if I could walk out and (laughs) maybe have a little severance or not. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so that for me is you don't actually have to go around and console everybody. That's not what we mean by caring for those left behind. I do know that even in my doctoral research, when I was studying how teams and individuals navigate change, uh, one of the changes that was happening in these organizations is there would be turnover in some of the teams that I was, was working with. And those that would leave usually were, um, you know, they were happy and excited about the new Mm. opportunity. And then the hard part was being left behind. Like now I don't even have a friend. I don't have someone Mm. to do this work with. Why am I doing this? And you're kind of wondering how it feels to be on the other Mm. side. But at the same time, you're thankful for the paycheck or thankful for whatever else. And, and so for me, I don't want us to miss, miss this one that, that it could it could it could 
hit morale a little bit mm. on teams. Um, any change like that will do that, especially I, if it's like no fault, right? Or especially right. if this person is really great. We've, we've seen organizations have to let go some of the most talented people mm-hmm. and it's tragic. Yeah. So leadership vision is about building positive team culture yeah. and, you know, after a rift, isn't the time to start that? Although I guess it's better than, <laughs> better than, yeah. you know, not doing something. What are some of the the things that you've seen leaders do to build positive team culture up afterwards? Um, yep. And I'm thinking, you know, you said, you know, don't walk around and console people, but to say yep. like, okay, that happened, yep. but we are this, we're committed to this team. This team is, you know, yep. important. Let's do something together to kind of move this you know, move beyond what happened. That's interesting because we have worked with teams where you know, someone significant in authority was was moved on. And there was a group of people that like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't mm. want to acknowledge it. It didn't even happen. And then there was a group of people saying like, no, we have to acknowledge that it happened and that this yeah. person leaves a gap in what we, what we don't have now in this mm. leadership space. I think it's just having the courage to to step forward. Don't don't say everything is shiny if it's not. And that's where building the team culture and building into being positive isn't like, well, it's so great that we had to le- let these people go. When I say positive team culture, it's the people that like in one of the one of the situations that I'm thinking about, I sat around a table with some of my fellow executives and we just sat in silence for about mm. 10 or 15 minutes. No one said anything. No one had to give a rallying speech. Wow. A couple of us dropped tears, but we just needed to be be together in that space. To me, that's positive team culture. Sure. That I can be with my colleagues, that I can acknowledge that this was hard. And then guess what? I got a, I got a job to do, mm-hmm. right? So not staying in that space or not, well, when this person was here, we could do this, but allowing it to be a future lean. We had decided on this person was no longer going to be in the organization. Uh, We agreed on it. So as a leadership team, what are we going to do? How are we going to move forward? And um, being united and being in healthy relationships with people means you can hold the tension of them being relieved on one end and excited about what is is next to come. And maybe just sad, like, oh, I kind of liked how parts of how things were going. Well, thank you, Linda. Do you have any final thoughts on this uh, somber yet important topic that, you know, leaders may have to face at some point? It's almost like the same things I would say in the last podcast. And and part of it is, you know, in the midst of all this practice, compassion. And and compassion doesn't look like soft and fluffy and, Mm. you know, you give them a blanket on the way out or you try to make it okay. If we can crack the code of being kinder to one another, yeah. that maybe maybe we can show dignity to being human and knowing that there is pain involved at this, this transition point. If we can root ourselves in that space, I think we can not only be better leaders, we can be better humans. Thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery practice and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. 
For more resources about developing your strengths, strengths of your team, or the strengths of your entire organization, maybe some of those positive team building things to do after a layoff, you can click the link in the show notes or visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. And if you found value from this podcast episode or any of our other resources, or you have a question about something you heard here today, you can reach out to us. Connect at leadershipvisionconsulting.com is our general inbox that we check all the time. And please share this episode with someone that you think might benefit from any of this information or going deeper in their strengths or the strengths of their team. My name is Nathan Freeberg. And I'm Linda Schubring. And on behalf of our entire team, thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>